Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The Kakadu Plum is an Australian native superfood containing 100 times more vitamin C than oranges. So why have you never heard of it? PR. No one's drinking a Kakadu smoothie? I'm J.B. Smoove, and that was a full episode of my new podcast, Straightforward. Inspired by guaranteed straightforward pricing from AT&T Fiber. Get what you want without the complicated. AT&T Fiber, live like a gagillionaire. Available wherever you get your podcast. Limited availability in select areas. Visit at and slash hypergig for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. You're listening to Losing Control, a podcast from Sports Illustrated Studios and iHeartRadio. The beauty of sports is that it'll, it'll test you physically, but it'll test you mentally more than I, I would have ever imagined. That's Joel Stavi, a former starting quarterback who led the Wisconsin Badgers for 31 wins over the course of his college career. Joel remains the Badgers' all-time winningest quarterback. Stavi, look left, right, fires middle. Touchdown! To be a successful quarterback, you have to fully be in the here and now, performing with as little conscious thought as possible. You're present, and you're in the game. So you can probably imagine that for a quarterback, the yips not only make it seemingly impossible to throw the football, but also completely dismantles the mindset you need to be successful. Joel Stavi experienced it firsthand, and that's what we're talking about today. But we're also digging into another experience, which all athletes will face. What happens when their careers come to an end? Whether it be on your own terms or feeling like you had your jersey ripped off your back. What does life after sports feel like? And in the second half of today's episode, you're going to meet Adriana Duffy Hurling, whose gymnastics career came to an abrupt end after a life-altering injury and who, from the courtroom to the classroom, built a new life for herself as a litigator and professor of law. It's the yips and life after sports today 
on Losing Control. I'm Justin Sua, and this is Losing Control, a podcast about one of the strangest phenomena in sports, the yips, or when an athlete or elite performer suddenly finds themselves unable to do the thing that they do better than almost everyone else on the planet. If you're listening for the first time, welcome. But if you want the full experience, head back to episode one. Losing Control is a podcast told through conversations with athletes, coaches, neuroscientists, and more, and it's in order. Each episode features a first-hand perspective that contributes a piece to the puzzle that is the yips. Along the way, you'll learn about some of the challenges that high performers face and the mental work that enables them to do what they do. Not only that, you'll hear how you can incorporate these tools, strategies, and mindsets into your own life. Because it's not just about losing control, it's about getting it back. So let's get started. I'm back with Joe Stavi. Of all the highs and the lows, Joel, what are you most proud of? Yeah, I definitely had my fair share of ups and downs over my career. I wasn't always a fan favorite, I guess you could say. I had to follow our buddy Russell Wilson. (laughs) So needless to say, I wasn't as good a player as he was. Russell Wilson won a Super Bowl with the Seattle Seahawks and is one of the most talented quarterbacks in the NFL today. And he had an incredible year at Wisconsin back in 2011. Yes, Russell Wilson is a tough act to follow. When the other quarterback in the state is Aaron Rodgers, you know, you get some some easy people to compare you to and be like, well, he's not as good as that guy. And (laughs) they're, they're not wrong. But they're not right either. And Joe Stavi was a solid quarterback who had an impressive track record all-time winning as quarterback at Wisconsin, like I mentioned earlier, and he passed for 7,635 career yards and threw 48 touchdowns. That's quite the resume. Yeah, I, I definitely had my, my ups and downs. I had my own mental battles that I kind of had to get through, and that was what I went through at the start of my junior season was for sure the extreme low of my career. But being able to come out of it on the other side was not even not just a highlight for my career, but really for my life, for me as a person to go through kind of what I went through in the public eye and to come out on the other side and be able to even play again. It was something I was really proud of. What was it that you experienced? Yeah, so a situation often referred to as the yips is what I went through. And it was a bizarre thing for me because it kind of kind of started out of, out of nowhere. I had, you know, you have a day where it's hot and sweaty out and you're, the ball's slipping out of your hands and you try and fix it and it wasn't quite working. And then you're thinking about it the next day and you start missing some throws and then it can just snowball on you and you get in your own head and things as easy as throwing a five yard out to a tight end was like, how am I going to do this? How am I going to make, how am I going to make this throw? And these are throws and things that I'd been doing for not just my entire college career, but my entire life, you know, something as easy as throwing a ball to someone 10 yards from you. I always felt like I could put the ball wherever I wanted and it really throws you off and it really kind of makes you question like how how do you, how do how do I throw it? How, when do I release it? Like things that like you should never be thinking about, all of a sudden start running through your head, and then it snowballed on me, and it, I I just I couldn't throw the ball where I wanted to. 
When you say the yips snowballed on you and all of a sudden you couldn't throw the ball where you wanted to, what was that like? Can you talk about that? It was almost like I was like disbelief, kind of surprised, like what, what, what is going on here? What was that? How did that happen? And like, then you get frustrated and like, I haven't thrown a ball like that ever. And then you do it again. You're like, what is going on? Like, it's, it's amazing the way that it can snowball and like, you'll be in warm-ups to start and you're throwing fine and you're kind of trying to like fight your way through it and then you get to like a little bit more meaningful throw in practice and you miss it. It's like, what is going on here? And so just kind of trying to <laughs> find, your, find your way how to fight through it and not get too down on yourself, but it was really easy to get down on myself at, at my lowest points. How did you get through it? What was your mindset? You can look at it two ways. Like the pessimistic way of looking at it is that like you mentally were not strong enough to avoid something like this happening. You know, like, oh, you were just, you're weak. Like, how could this have happened? But then the way that I try and look at it, and what I really believe is that I was mentally strong enough to get through something that could have very easily ended my career. If I wasn't willing to put my head down and just fight through it and knowing that I would be able to come out on the other side, that could have been it. And I wanted to prove to myself that I was strong enough to not let this thing win. Did it affect you off the field? Surprisingly, not as much as I would have thought. It, it's, it certainly did, but I had my, my schoolwork. I had my roommates who I lived with were also kind of my best friends and my family and the people close to me in my life who I kind of leaned on. And that and then my faith, being able to lean on that and know that regardless of what happens in this, I'm going to be all right. Like this is not a life or death situation. I've got a family who loves me. I've got friends around me. As big as it felt, I tried to keep, it, keep things in perspective and remind myself that there are things out there that are bigger than football. You don't have a ton of time for personal life when you're in college and you're trying to get an engineering degree and play quarterback. So um, <laughs> I kind of just put my head down and stayed busy like I had always had been for my entire career I'd been in Madison. So, so yeah, my, my personal life was kind of stayed relatively consistent. We've talked about what the yips feel like. We've talked about your mindset. We've talked about how the yips impacted you off the field, but we haven't touched on what worked for you. How did you learn to manage your yips? I tried to focus on my breathing, like throughout the course of a practice or game. And then more than anything, just keep my mind quiet and clear. I never got big into the positive self-talk. It just felt disingenuous to me to be telling myself like, hey, you're the, you're great. You're the best. Like I just, I, I didn't need that. I just needed to stay away from any negative thought patterns. And so just doing everything I could to keep my mind quiet and clear, stay away from negative thoughts and I don't know, just make it a game again. And yeah, it, it certainly wasn't like a, like, Ooh, the switch flipped and now I'm back to normal. Like it was a process and I'd have my missed throws that like, you know, everyone misses throws, but when you have a, a guy running a hitch and you miss one that you make 99% of the time, that's when you'd kind of have to just take a deep breath and try and clear it out and don't let yourself go back down the rabbit hole of, <laughs> of the couple months I'd been through before. How did focusing on your breathing 
help you get your yips under control? I felt that when I was focusing on my breathing, you couldn't think about other things. So just trying to control your mind and where it may go. If I'm breathing in and I'm just thinking about like the actual process of taking the breath in and letting it out and then just moving on to the next thing that you have to focus on because obviously to, to play quarterback you have to focus on a lot more than just your breath you have to focus on the play call and the defense and where everyone's lined up and there's, there's a lot that goes into it so making sure my mind was quiet so that I could focus on those things so that's where I found in between throws in between plays if I took three seconds to just and just kind of reset, that was a, a helpful tool. Focusing on your breath is a way to anchor your attention and clear your mind. It can also relax your body, slow your heart rate, and put you in an optimal state of mind to compete. And it's part of what helped Joel Stavi manage his yips. I asked Joel what advice he has for any listeners out there who might be going through the same thing that he did. Breathe. <laughs> just. I guess just take a breath and uh, know that it'll pass, but you have to be willing to go through it to get to the other side. For me personally, the, the path of least resistance was not what was right for me in this situation. Mental issues come in all shapes and sizes, and in a lot of cases, identifying that issue and removing yourself from that situation very well could be the best option for your mental health. But for me personally in this situation, it. I felt I needed to go through it and come out on the other side. And I think that's the beauty of sports is that it'll, it'll test you physically, but it'll test you mentally more than I, I would have ever imagined. And uh, I, I think that people are a lot more resilient than they maybe give themselves credit for. And if you're willing to go through it, I think you'll be able to find yourself out on the other side and you'll learn a lot about yourself and you'll be a better person for it, I believe. From your experience with the yips to your touchdown passes, how do you look back on all of this today? I look back on it very fondly. You know, there was a there was a while where, like anybody, unless you have a Brett Favre, Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, Drew Brees type career, you always feel like, man, I would have liked to have made a little more out of that. But I look back on it very fondly. I look back, especially on my time in Madison, some of my best friends came out of that and I got to play in a ton of games. I got to play with some really, really good players. Some of the best running backs in college football when I was there between, you know, Monty Ball and James White and Melvin Gordon and just having to having the opportunity to be a part of those teams and those games and the game when it was snowing at home against Nebraska and Melvin Gordon ran for four hundred plus yards. You know, I was the guy who got to hand him the ball for all those four hundred plus yards. Like that's a that's just there's a lot of really positive memories and like really cool experiences that I got to have that I feel very fortunate to have had the opportunity to be a part of those, to have those memories and have those opportunities. And yeah, all in all, I, I do. I look back on it very, very fondly. And yeah, I, I like to think I was a, I was a pretty good player. <laughs> had a great high school career, that's for sure. <laughs> what do you have to say about life after football? Life after football has been it's been good. So it was in May of 2018 when I decided like, you know what, I'm going to I'm going to go ahead and wrap this football career up and 
and move on. So, so I did, and by July of 2018, I started working for a construction company in based out of Nina, Wisconsin, kind of in the Appleton Green Bay area. So I'm working as an engineer for for them, and I got married, and I got a one-year-old baby boy at home, and yeah, things are good. So life after football, it really has hit me fast in the last couple of years. Married, bought a house, had a kid, started a job, and now things are starting to, I guess, settle more into place, but it's it's been good. Sports can provide truly one-of-a-kind experiences, but you know what? So can the rest of life, and there's a lot of life out there to live. We'll be back with Adriana Duffy Hurling after this. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Today, I'm going to give you some straightforward advice on how to deal with naughty kids. How about instead of timeouts, time ins? Time for you to start paying some bills. I'm J.B. Smoove, and that was a full episode of my new podcast, Straightforward. Inspired by guaranteed straightforward pricing from AT&T Fiber. Get what you want without the complicated. AT&T Fiber, live like a giggillionaire. Available wherever you get your podcast. Limited availability in select areas. Visit at slash hypergig for details. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is Losing Control, and I'm Justin Sua. My next guest has a unique story, and I'm grateful that she was open to sharing it with us. Meet Adriana Duffy Hurling. Well, my name is Adriana Duffy Hurling, and I was once a gymnast. It was quite a long time ago. It almost feels like another lifetime. 
And currently, I'm a clinical professor of law at Santa Clara University School of Law. I know it was a long time ago, but is there an event or competition that has stayed with you? And if so, how do you look back on it today? Oh, yes. Probably at the top of the list is the 1987 World Championship. That was a real eye-opener for many of us because it was the first time that the Puerto Rico women's team ever competed at a World Championships. And to be in the context of gymnasts from all over the world and see all of them, not just the ones that you see on TV or read about in the magazines, was special. That was really something. It's, you know, a couple hundred, just on the women's side, people who are involved in the same very dedicated activity that most of us, I hope, at least loved and are devoted to. But it was also seeing that so many of the gymnasts who are so good and competing internationally are kind of like you, right? They're, it was kind of an eye-opener that we could do this too. We weren't as good as most of them, but we could be, and most of them weren't what you think of as the, the top gymnasts, the, the very most skilled out of the ordinary. Everybody else was really good, but they were, you know, they were just other regular girls like us. And that was eye-opening, I guess, is the word that keeps coming to mind. Regular girls just like us. And that's so true no matter the sport, no matter the competition. But because this is losing control... I asked Adriana if she'd ever heard of the gymnastics yips, the twisties. That term is not one that I had heard before, but I am very familiar with the concept behind it, which is uh, losing your sense of where you are in the air. And there's also a related phenomenon of just losing the ability to do a skill that you could previously do, even if that's not necessarily related to losing your air sense. But you can imagine that in gymnastics, not knowing where you are in the air is a very dangerous thing. And it's something that many of us experience at one time or another. Did you ever experience it? Yeah, you know, I don't specifically recall on such and such a date this happened, but it is an exp- I can remember experiencing losing my sense of where I was in the air for sure, as well as losing the ability to do certain skills that I had been able to do and you have to you know, work your way back to being able to do them again. Every single sport carries some risk of accident or injury, and gymnastics is no exception. Adriana had a gymnastics accident that resulted in a life-altering injury. And to be clear, it had nothing to do with the twisties. Could you please talk about your accident and share with us what happened? Sure, absolutely. The accident being referred to was a spinal cord injury that I had during training, podium training, as we call it, at the 1989 World Championships in Stuttgart, Germany. And for those who don't know what podium training is, major competitions have the equipment up on some platforms, and those are the podiums. Competitions that aren't as major will typically have the equipment on the ground. So every team and the individuals who are everybody competing has an opportunity to practice on the equipment that's up on the podium. And you 
warm up or practice first in an adjacent warm up gym, and then you go and have your podium training. And it was during the podium training for this world championships when my team and I were vaulting that I did my vault and my hands were too far back on the horse. So I was too far back, my hand slipped. And then I kind of tried to make it around, but only made it as far as my neck and dislocated my vertebrae, which caused a spinal cord injury, um, you know, paralysis, all of that. There's an obvious physical experience here, but how did you navigate the aftermath of this accident and the shift in your identity it brought about? How did I navigate that? So I, of course, I went to rehab and then I went back to college and I had other things to do, right? I had studies, I had other activities I got involved in. And I do think finding something else to do is part of transforming your identity from I'm a gymnast or whatever athlete or or activity that you're significantly devoted to, to doing something else. I remember kind of hanging on to the gymnast identity a little bit. Like I wanted to know, like, could I also have one of the team jackets for this year, which I didn't get, by the way. (laughs) And I think that was a little bit of me trying to sort of be part, still be part of that team, even though I was obviously no longer a member, you know, competing member of a team. So yeah, I think there was a little bit of a period of time of, how can I describe this? kind of hanging on to it and figuring out how to let go of it. But I also found, you know, especially once I was back at college, I I started doing other things, right? Occasionally visit the gym, but I think, a, you know, a key part of making the transition from such life-permeating identity uh, from an activity you do is to find something else to do. You were back in class at Stanford just four months after your accident. What would you say to listeners who are tackling a shift in identity following an accident or other life-changing event? Well, in terms of advice, I think the first thing I think of is that there is a lot of life and world out there. A lot of great things to do. And even though your world for such a long time was this one thing, there are a lot of other things. And you have to give yourself some time to try things and figure it out. But something else that I did was that I did stay involved with gymnastics. And finding other things to do in that world, if you love it so much, I think it's also a nice thing because you still feel connected and part of that community. You know, I feel part of that community to this day, even though I'm not actively really doing anything other than showing up to meets, which, you know, with COVID, I'm not even doing that. But finding another way to give and give back and stay involved with the the sport or the activity that has been such a big part of your life, I think is another way to help yourself transition to the new things that you're doing in your life. And some of it, life just forces on on you, right? Um, Life goes on and other things to do and become part of your identity uh, happen. Life happens. What do you think the law and gymnastics have in common, if anything? What an interesting question. That I don't think is any something I'd ever given any thought to. But probably, uh, if I stop to think about it, 
it's with with teaching there's a certain aspect of performance which so you know gymnastics has as well although the performances are very different right and when you're teaching you're talking but there is a certain amount of performance and as far as law that i'd have to give some thought to nothing springing to mind we followed up with adriana after the conversation what do lawn gymnastics have in common not a lot which is actually part of the story there's so many different and distinct things that you can do in life. I had one more question for Adriana. Does she ever do gymnastics in her dreams? Yes. <laughs> Not for a long time, though. I can't think of any dreams recently. Well, to the extent that I remember dreams, because that's the other, you know, often they just, just, you know, kind of fade away right after you get up. But yes, I have had dreams where I'm doing gymnastics. I've had those, like I said, not recently, but I had them for, you know, decades, I'd say, after my own injury. And the interesting thing is that in most of those, there's some problem. Like I can't kind of run right or have difficulty moving properly, I suppose unsurprisingly, but that's, that's been a common theme. You might be wondering, what does all of this have to do with the yips? Well, actually, a whole lot. Part of the yips story is about reckoning with an all-consuming identity. You're a quarterback, a gymnast, a pitcher, you name it. The yips take away the thing that made you the person that you were, and then suddenly you're faced with questions. What does life mean anymore when you can no longer do the thing that you had once dedicated yourself to doing? And more than that, who are you? How do you make meaning after a big change? We'll all confront these questions one day or another. And what I love about Joel and Adriana is how matter of fact they are. You just do it. You just get started. No matter how difficult or how daunting it may seem, there's a lot of life out there to live and no reason not to live it. If you've been listening to Losing Control, we're eight episodes in. And from mistake recovery routines to visualization, we've covered numerous tools, strategies, and techniques that elite performers utilize to stay on top of their game. But there's at least two things we haven't covered. It's meditation and the power of humor on the penultimate episode of Losing Control. A sincere thank you to our guests, Adriana Duffy Hurling a former gymnast and current professor of law at Santa Clara University, and Joel Stabi, winningest all-time quarterback for the Wisconsin Badgers. Thank you so much for listening, and don't forget to rate and subscribe. I'm Justin Sua, your host, and you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Justin Sua. That's J-U-S-T-I-N-S-U-A. You can also check me out on the Increase Your Impact podcast. Losing Control is a podcast from Sports Illustrated Studios and iHeartRadio. Original music by Jerome Sua. Michael McDowell is our producer. Editing and mixing by Will Stanton. This episode was fact-checked by Zoe Mullick. At SI Studios, Max Miller is supervising producer, and Brandon Getchis and Matt Lipson are executive producers. At iHeartRadio, Sean Titone is our executive producer. Special thanks to Luisa Cardoza. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
This podcast does not provide medical advice and nothing you hear on this podcast is intended or implied to be a substitute for professional medical consultation, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified health provider with any questions you may have regarding your health. Never disregard professional medical advice or delay in seeking it because of something you have heard on this podcast. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at AmericanExpress.com slash with Amex.